Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So in today's gospel, Jesus is calling us to be like little children in order to enter heaven. We should really pay attention to this because it's a condition. We all want to get to heaven, and Jesus is telling us that one of the conditions to get to heaven is to be like little children. What is interesting, though, is I always used to think that uh, Jesus was calling us to be like like a, maybe a 12-year-old or a 10-year-old, like something within that age group. But the word of child that's used, if you look at the original context, it's actually a newborn baby, right? Jesus is telling us to be newborn babies who are powerless, completely dependent. Um, and what does that look like? So Jesus is calling us to be this newborn baby. But in a different part of the Bible, God, through St. Paul, says in the book of Corinthians, when I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. When I became a man, I stopped childish things. So are we called to be newborn babies? Or are we called to be grown up? Because the Bible tells us both. In the gospel, be a little newborn baby is what Jesus is saying. Different part of the gospel, grow up. So what's the, what's the medium between this? What, what are we supposed to do in order to get to heaven? Throughout history, the people, humans, have always wrestled with this question. What does Jesus mean? What does the rest of the Bible mean? Are they in, are, are they in, in communion with one another? Are they separate? Actually, in the 1600s, a false teaching was going around the world, including the Catholic Church, something called quietism. Quietism, during that time of the 1600s, was being spread around the church. It basically taught a person needs to do nothing. Don't do anything, and God will do everything. Basically, God, you're the doctor. I'm going to sit back. I'm not going to engage my free will that you've given me. I am not going to engage my faculties. I am just going to sit back like a little baby, a newborn child, and you're going to fix my problems. I'm not going to engage in anything. You're going to do it all. And the church actually condemned this as a heresy. A heresy is a false teaching. So quietism, right? And then shortly after that, the Protestant church, they started teaching something called pietism, which is opposite of quietism. Pietism, what is pietism? Pietism taught that I must do everything myself to improve myself, to try harder, is basically what pietism was teaching. And with pietism, basically, I refuse to get help from anybody. I have to just try harder. I'm the captain of my own ship. Try harder. Do better. This pietism, this self-improvement philosophy of try harder, minimize the role of the church, minimize the role of God's grace, and minimize the role of even the sacraments. I just have to try harder. And also, shortly after that, the Catholic Church also condemned this as a heresy. Quietism, do nothing. Pietism, do everything. And so... It comes, it comes back to this. So if, if quietism, it seems like what Jesus is saying, quietism, right? Don't do anything. Be a newborn baby. Be powerless. I'll take care of everything. But then St. Paul, pietism, do everything. What are we supposed to do? How do we enter the kingdom of heaven according to the way that God is calling us to do this? And the answer is, I am called to be small and big at the same time. It has to be a combination of the two, not one or the other. God, you're calling me to be small but big at the very same time. I love this quote by St. Therese. She says, St. Therese of Little Flower, she says, God, I want to love you like a little baby, 
but I want to fight like a bold warrior. This is a combination to me of what pietism and quietism would look like. Right? I want to love you like a little baby. I'm your little baby. But also, I want to fight like a bold warrior who's going into war. So practically speaking, right, what does it look like to be both big and small, to love God like a baby but fight like a bold warrior? What does this look like, this combination of the two? What does it look like? The small but big child of God who wants to love God like a little baby but be bold like a bold warrior is the person who has a partnership with Jesus. That's the big word I want to focus on today, a partnership. A partnership. I have a partnership with Jesus. Throughout my day, Jesus, I have this partnership with you throughout my day. And when I'm faced with negative feelings, when I'm faced with negative thoughts, Jesus, I incorporate you who has gone through every negative thought and negative feeling. I bring you into it throughout my day so that way I'm not turning into sin. I mean, we only turn to sin if you think about it. We turn to sin, myself included, is because I am suppressing, repressing, distracting myself from the negative things that are going on in my life. We don't have this partnership. I truly believe in it, even after eight years of being a priest. I'm still learning, okay, that's why I fell into sin. I fell into sin because I thought I had to try harder. And then guess what? I am not being... I'm not being humble in that situation. I fell flat on my face, and God will allow me to fall flat on my face because there was no partnership there. Or I'm just going to sit back. God, you're going to take care of everything. And then I fall flat on my face. There has to be this cohesiveness that Jesus, you came into this world 2,000 years ago. So I can never say that Jesus, you never experienced any negative feelings which I'm experiencing right now or any negative thoughts which I'm experiencing right now. That was your desire. That we can never look back and say, Jesus, you don't know what I'm going through. So this partnership is what we're called to do. Right? I can't choose how I feel right now or what I am thinking. That's being really small. Jesus, I, I, I can't help how I feel right now. I, I can't help the way that I'm thinking. I, I'm feeling as a human. Small. But I choose to partner up with you, Jesus, right now, who is stronger than me. I'm using my free will. I'm not sitting back, asking you to take my thoughts, take my feelings, make this go away. No, there's a partnership. And Jesus, brothers and sisters, Jesus will allow us to continue to fall. He will allow it. He doesn't want it. But he'll allow it because either we're being too big or we're being too small and there's not the combination of the two. So first, let's talk about how a small but big Catholic child of God navigates through their negative feelings, right? As Chaldeans, especially Chaldean men, we are conditioned not to feel. Don't feel. Feelings are, are for the weak. And I do see this mostly, I've met with non-Chaldean people as well. I mean, we all have a bad habit of just kind of like not feeling. But I will say in the Chaldean community, because there's this exterior look of what you should look like, what I should look like, how we look, how we perform, everything has to look really beautiful on the outside. But inside, we're really struggling. There's this suppression, this repression, suppression meaning I purposely don't want to feel, I want to pretend it's not there. Or repressing, which is 
I'm not doing it on purpose, but I continue to fall into the same thing I just want to stop doing. It's the same thing I keep going back to confession to over and over and over again. It's the one thing I know I should stop doing but can't. I don't know why I keep doing this thing. Brothers and sisters, it's because we repress, we suppress, we distract. Hours on social media, binging on this, doing that, everything. Rather than saying, you know what? I'm feeling something really negative right now. So that's the first thing. Right, we're taught feelings are for the weak. Be a gora. Sirajal. Be a man. Don't show feelings. Why are you crying? Why are you sad? Why are you anxious? Don't feel that way. We're human. It's human to feel. And if we don't feel and start feeling, we're trying to be big. Rather than finding the combination between the big and the small. Right, so what does it look like? The small but big Catholic child of God invites Jesus into the negative feelings throughout their day. Right, Jesus, you too experienced feelings of anxiousness at times when you weren't walking the earth. Enter into my feelings of anxiety or anxiousness right now because anxiety is a feeling. Heal it, Jesus. Jesus, right here in my heart is where I'm experiencing this negative feeling of anxiety. Please, Jesus, place your hand right here where I'm feeling this. Sit with that. Partnership, big, small, together. That's what's lacking. We ignore, suppress, distract, and we just fall into other sin because I don't like this feeling that I'm feeling. Just watch the news, Hamas and this and that, and people are freaking out and what's going on and what are we going to do and what's my response? I got to be big. Should I be small? Should I do something? Should I trust? Jesus is the answer. Jesus you experience uncertainty in your life. There is a place in me right now, right now, Jesus. I'm experiencing some anxiety, some uncertainty. Come into this, Jesus. Partnership, Jesus. The quietest says that Jesus is going to take away all my negative feelings. I just have to wait. Be patient. Wrong. The pietist says, I have to try harder not to feel anxious. And then we feel even more anxious. Partnership is the answer, brothers and sisters. Second, that's, that's first, feelings. Are we inviting Jesus into those negative feelings throughout my day? Are we partnering up with him? Second, and final thing, is how a small but big child of God navigates through their negative thoughts. Again, negative feelings and negative thoughts. Today, St. Paul's letter says, Brothers, stop being childish in your thinking, thoughts. Stop being childish up here. We call this mental immaturity. Brothers, stop being childish in your thinking. In respect to evil, be like infants. But your thinking must be mature. Basically, don't be immature in how you think. Our thoughts are important. I was reading a recent study recently. Our brain processes 70,000 thoughts in one day. How many of those are negative? And how many of those do we just suppress, repress, distract ourselves? How many of them do we say, just try harder, don't think about that? No, 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 get out of my head, get out of my head, I don't want to think about that. That's not the solution. How many of us, Jesus, please just take it away, just take these thoughts away? That's not the solution. 
So we turn to sin. I want to look at something online which is going to make me feel better. I want to binge. I want to look at social media. And it just spikes up all those negative thoughts. No partnership. Are we partners? Are we lone rangers? All the negative thoughts, again, that we've ever experienced in our lives, Jesus has experienced them as well. He experienced every, again, every negative thought and feeling Jesus has experienced it, of course, with no sin. And his tactic is beautiful. His approach is beautiful. He didn't suppress, repress, ignore, distract. He invited the Father to come into what he was feeling and thinking. And because of that, the devil wasn't able to tempt him. Hey, Jesus, do this sin. Jesus didn't fall into sin. He was perfect. Why? It's because he kept his eyes fixed on the Father. He had a partnership with the Father. And we must do that as well when it comes to our negative thoughts. The small but big Catholic child of God invites Jesus into the negative thoughts. So, if you're going to write anything down in your phone, and I encourage you to do it right now, don't worry about the chaltu next to you, she'll judge you, but it's okay. Go into your phone and write these four steps down on how to, because this is what the saints tell us. The saints tell us if you want to win every battle when it comes to the battle in the mind with our thoughts, do these four things. This is not my theory, this is just what I do. They say, number one, this is the partnership. Number one has to do with me. This is me being big, using my big boy and big girl faculties of free will. Number one is I just say, I don't consent to this thought. I don't make an agreement with this negative thought. I don't make a pact with this negative thought. I simply just say, I don't consent to this thought. It doesn't end there because that has to do with me. That's me being big. That's not enough. I got to be small too. That's step number one. I do not consent to this negative thought. Second, Jesus, if it's your will, sustain me with your grace. It's always God's will to give us his grace. Are we asking for it? That's you going to your partner and saying to your partner, hey, I can't figure this out. Can you help me? And your partner is wiser, smarter, stronger. He's God. Of course he'll give us the grace. But again, the pietist doesn't think I need God's grace. I just got to try harder. So that's the second step. Jesus, if it's your will, sustain me with your grace. Third step, the saints say, Jesus, if it's your will, possess me as your instrument. I'm the hose. Plug me into the water faucet. Turn it on, Jesus. I'm just the instrument. Spray down this thought of lust. Spray down this thought of anxiety. Spray down this thought of of wanting to be bitter and resentful and angry towards the people around me. Now the partnership. And finally, the fourth thing is, thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity for grace. It's so important for us throughout our day to remember, I didn't do it alone. It's so humbling to know I couldn't try harder. It's so humbling to know and be like a little child, to thank God throughout our day that I couldn't do that without you. With you, we did this together. Again, the quietest says that Jesus is just going to take away my anxious thoughts one day. I just have to be patient. That's wrong. If you're waiting on Jesus to take away your anxious thoughts, that's me not partnering up with Jesus when the thought shows up. The pietist says, I have to try harder to not think of the future 
which causes my anxiety. I have to try harder not to fill in the blank of what that negative thought is. So brothers and sisters, today, Jesus is calling each of us to be big, but also really small. And that requires a partnership. So as we approach this altar as beggars with empty hands to receive the Eucharist, that's what we are, we're beggars. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want to partner up with you. And I want to bring you into everything negative throughout my day, feelings and thoughts, so that way I don't commit any sin. And I can walk into eternal life as a little child, one who's small, but one who's also very big in the eyes of God. Amen?